All right, welcome, welcome. This is the uh, You Are Trash podcast. Yes, it is. Start with uh, Dela for Chips. Travel man, travel man, yeah, that's me. And uh, you guys don't notice a difference today, but uh, well, we changed locations. <laughs> um, I don't even know if this is going up, but if we end this video ends up coming up, that's great. We are going to be working on a lot more visuals, uh, future tense. Yeah. Um, first off, uh, how'd your week been? Huh? How'd your week been? How... Oh, it's been it's been pretty good. Have a very interesting, interesting, realistic weekend that I can have with people around me. It is scandalous, man. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. We both scandalous, buddy. Um, well, I'm gonna talk about me. I actually uh, just came back from a little mini vacation from uh, Pennsylvania, and I'm gonna tell you that. Oh, uh, I've seen that. I know you did. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Like, see, Kefi over here, he travels a lot. Right. Yeah. And I'm somebody that uh, the last time I even went on like a real keywords, real vacation um, was literally to uh, Toronto for my boys uh, wedding. So when I say that, uh, even if it's just a change of location, I mean, I've been in and out of state. Uh, no, I've been following quarantine laws. So don't even try to cl- <laughs> don't even try to clown me on that. I haven't been following shit. Fuck y'all. Okay? <laughs> y'all ain't going to get shit from me. <laughs> now I'm going to get my Lysol spray on your ass. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, even just being out, see, I'm an outdoorsy type of guy. So even just being out and, uh, being in a different energy space has given me a new life mentally. Uh, I've been through a lot of shit this year, so I just needed that general space. My birthday's coming up, probably not doing shit. So yeah, I just needed that uh, extra boost and everything. But, um, today we're actually, we're going to, uh, focus on a couple, uh, key subjects and, uh, I'm going to make jokes. I'll just tell it okay, a second ago. Yeah, we're definitely... People are going to complain. We don't care. We're actually doing a review of Tory Lane's new album. Um, fire. Yeah, let's do that first. Fire. Fuck, let's do that, that shit album first. is straight fire. Okay? I'm, a, um, I'm, a, I'm just going to address <laughs> Evan in real first of all. If we even talk about like the, the specifics of the album, Tory, I got to say, listen, he has dropped trash albums on the Interscope, okay? Oh, wow, you're so scandalous yes, that, I, No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I'm a fan <laughs> too at the same time, so don't get it twisted. Um, he dropped some trash albums because he had to fit the... Contractual agreements with Interscope that a lot of rappers and producers have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why he dropped like chicks tape where it had like the the samples and everything from other artists, etc. Uh, from the '90s to 2000s and whatnot. And um, a lot of that had to do with let me just finish and fill my contractual agreement. Drake did it years ago with the I forgot what the name of the album was, but it was like a mixtape, really. Um, but a lot of artists do that; they'll drop trash music. To fulfill their contractual agreements with these labels that shit on them with these 360 deals and control their publishing, their royalties, and most of their music. So he kind of did that. Um, but yeah, the elephant in the room really is just, uh, just cut the bullshit. A lot of people are arguing about if you uh, listen to the music, if you enjoy it, if you acknowledge a man has talent, then you're a complete piece of shit. Look, everybody thinks differently. I'm the person that will tell you. I love beef and hip-hop. I'm sorry. You can call me toxic all you want. Yeah. I love beef and hip-hop. I love the energy. For instance, Tori uh, had a mini rap battle uh, thing with Joyner Lucas last year. This Joyner was, was actually winning, and then he fi- he fucked up with the third battle. I forgot yeah. what beat he picked. He picked the uh, Kodak Black. Uh, <laughs> the one with Travis Scott, where they, like, they're doing a little dance and shit. Like, yeah, he did that one, and um, yeah, he just fucked up the whole thing. Yeah. Tori's on the like Instagram live with a cigar in his mouth, laughing like a motherfucker. Like, you almost had me, nigga. You almost had me, nigga. <laughs> but you know, fuck the bag. I'm gonna respond to that. That was trash. I won. You know, wow. and it was. It's in a good sport. Like hip hop. End of the day, no matter what's going on, you know, Nas and Jay Z did it. Eminem and Cannabis did it. Uh, Jada Kids and Fifty Cent did it. I can name a lot of artists from New York or outside of that. Tory Lanez emulates New York, and whether he shot Meg The Stallion or not, end of the day. He responded in a way that you and hip hop really care. I'm, I'm personally getting sick and tired of everybody taking news and media from all these no other social media platforms. I want to hear it in the music. I'm gonna be real with you. I personally, unless it's business, I don't give a fuck what none of you niggas do in your everyday life. I'm keeping it wreck. Like unless you're teaching me something, yeah. I don't care about what you're doing in your personal life. However, what I do like to know is like, hey, let's, <laughs> let's put this in the music. Let's sell it. Let's make it emotional. Let's get the, yeah. the, the crowd, the audience, let's get them living. And that's what he did. Yeah. And I mean, you already know I said petty as hell. Like, I, I personally would rather like either she don't respond at all 
let this turn into a real thing if it really is going to go to the courts. If this is if he's supposedly charged, which we still haven't heard him actually be charged for it. Supposedly it's an open case, you know, whatever that is. And um, he just told his side. And honestly, that was like the best apology letter in the hip hop business. If you really want to get technical with it, yeah, it was it was really it was really amazing. And something just got shoot a motherfucker. To get your point across. <laughs> You're horrible. <laughs> The um the interesting about it is like I will say you know yeah. Tory um as a fan I know he's always been really talented I know he lyrically he's always been talented um but there's always been something for me missing from his music one of the main things really been like emotionally connected he's always been emotionally connected like Drake sort of but I'm sorry he's more lyrically talented than Drake to me yeah. um because he has multiple flows less for me more introspective. Like <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 it is what it is. Um, but yeah, like from track, from Money Over Fallouts to A Woman, The Friends Become Strangers, Sorry But I Had To, which is my favorite off the album. I mean, the production yeah. is A1. Um, lyrically, the bars, I, that, I just can't recite them right now. I'm still, still, still re-listening to this you thing. You want to know what that track yeah. with that Swiss Beats produced? Mm. Yo, that New York shit? Mm-hmm. You, you heard that shit? Yeah. Yo, mm. all I know, I'm bumping that track on my way to Connecticut. Today. Let me let me uh, ask, you, ask you a question. Wait, you're not talking about New York shit with Bustin' Rhymes. You talking no, about the one? Oh, you know why? Because he literally made a no, he literally make a song called um, New York shit. That's why I was like, wait, what? No, no, I'm on the new album. On the new album, he has a track mm. that Bustin' Rhymes, not Bustin' Rhymes, Swiss Beats produced. It's a Swiss. Let me see it because you can technically play it on here. Um, it's oh, oh, oh. Let me go back here. He's, I got out of it. I'm just like, uh, what are you talking about? I know which one I'm talking about. No, not you. I meant to me. So I don't it's, know the hell you're talking see. about. Um, isn't oh. <clears throat> Ah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play that on this. Yeah, you want to play that on there? Yeah. Hold on, yeah. hold on. Oh, 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 we about to get it in. Because, uh, oh, yeah, I want to hear that. Because I definitely I definitely like yeah. this one here. This yeah. one here. So we'll play a real quick snippet real quick. It's, it's, straight, it's, it's straight fire. And I was like, yo. Who make this shit? I said, yo, it's like that. Listen, I, I you can't. I gotta look at the production in the uh, track list too. Oh, uh, stepped out of bail. I did a diddy bop. I had to tilt my hat at the city cop. I walk away free because I'm innocent. Yeah. And when I walk, the whole world know a nigga why. <laughs> We've been at the gas station all night. We've been at the gas station all night. They had the bag waiting all night. Tell them that it's lit, bitch. We on fire. Praise to the most high. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was lit. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was that. I heard that shit. Like I said, the first five tracks. I love the first five so much more than the album. That I'm just like, I keep reading. He made a club banger. For yeah. niggas that can't even go to the club. <laughs> yo, son. Yo, I heard that. And I was like, yo, it's a rap, son. It's well, let rap. me just go into uh, the, the side things of this, okay? So, rumors right now is that, okay, well, because he got his master's from Interscope after he was let out of his uh, deal, that, um, you know, basically when you own your publishing, your royalties, yeah. and everything else, that this is more like a smear campaign situation. And here's just my personal this theory. Is like the, fir- the, the most amazing apology letter to the situation and whoever Tory Lanez publishes this is a goat. That's a fact. I'm going to say this and this is my <laughs> personal my personal opinion. I think this is I'm not going to say this This whole entire shit's a scam but let me just not like cut the bullshit okay. Tory gets into a big scandal then drops one of his best albums ever. In the yeah. midst of all this everybody within the same scandal is a part of Rock Nation management in some shape way or form. Uh, I was actually talking to Kate about this earlier, and I just don't like the idea where, like, Tory and technically Meg and other parties, they're a part of that on the side. And again, there's going to be people that are going to debate me. Yes, you should believe, because at the end of the day, that's what she said. 
it's just an open case. I'm going to do the complete opposite, and I'm going to be like innocent until proven guilty. So until there's literally some DNA evidence or something flat out saying, hey, he actually shot her. For now, I'm going to go with it is being looked and reviewed, and I'm going to look at it with a true eye. That's it. Um, and honestly, flipping the game, I could give a fuck less about him personally. It's not about that. For me, it's about music. I love music. I love hip-hop. And the minute I'm hearing this man... Like, people were talking about, I said, this album. I said, hold on, this album. It's not this album. I know it's not. I know it's not. It's, it's not. It's really the first five tracks. He just addresses uh, all the stuff when it comes to the shooting and everything. But the fact that, um, you know, this man articulated and switched multiple flows. Yeah. Dissed a couple people, apologized to Meg, basically was like, fuck all you niggas. I mean, the chance, the chance of rapper, uh, not even really a, a diss, a retort. He basically told Chance, shut the fuck up, because you're a nobody. <laughs> um... It was just crazy, but I'm going to say that whether you like the man or not, he's extremely talented. Um, I personally flipped the whole situation, and I'm like, listen, let's get it cracking. Oh, yeah, I got problems? He responded to you in, in terms of hip-hop. He responded to Bun B. He responded to Chance the Rapper. He responded to a couple other artists. Respond back in as an actual diss. Like, fuck this bullshit. Fuck the Instagram live stories. Fuck going on, on live and doing this other bullshit. No, y'all artists. Yeah, artists, you guys are not, you guys being public figures are only because of the platforms you're under. Most of us that have real lives don't give a fuck about none of this saucy shit. We care about it in the music. Put it in your fucking music. You got a problem with this nigga? He responds to you in rap. Rap back, this is ass back. It's, that pussy shit is starting to piss me off now. Don't go on live and be like, you know, old toy said da 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 da. Especially, and I'm sorry, I love UGK, I love Bun B. Do not go on live caping for Meg. No, he dissed you personally now. He dissed you personally now. Now you got to go back in a, in a diss track and diss him back. If you respond back going on live, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit you saying after that. Meg doing that was different because that's her personal shit. That yeah. She had her own opinion and she had her own experience with Tori mm-hmm. that none of us can debate. And none can say she's wrong. I can't say she's wrong. But what I can say is everybody that is open their mouth and got their self in this business and ain't their business, well, y'all, half of y'all's rappers, he dissed y'all. So now you got to actually respond to that. If you're not going to respond to it, shut up. Keep your mouth shut and mind your business. Factory. But we're going to move on from that. But, yeah, I'm going to leave it at I the actually most high, the album. The Most High is definitely a club bank. I heard that in yeah. the car. He ain't even a, mind you, he ain't even a club person. Oh, <laughs> so, him saying that, that means yo. a lot. That means a lot. I said, yo. I said, to, you know what? I'm, I'm very proud of him. And you cannot get you See, the problem with society is that they're hoes. In what way? They're, they are emotional hoes. Yeah. And that's how you got to treat society. Because he said, fuck y'all. I'm going to respond, and this is how I'm going to respond. How are you going to get mad at it? If Megan Thee Stallion have made a all-complete album yeah. about this, and Tory Lane She just, easily could. She easily can. And, and, she, and she could do it. And that's your response. Nobody cares. I like them both yeah. as human beings. Now, don't right. get it twisted. I don't know nothing about these motherfuckers' life, <laughs> but I do like Tory Lane's music, and I fucks with his music. And what I was saying before is, it's not that that we don't care. You gotta understand music, um, artistry, entertainment, sports, uh, directors, producers, uh, musicians, anybody in the game, yeah. actors, their lives, even though they entertain us. Once she gets personal, once we start seeing too much, I'm not going to lie, it fucks with the art. I don't want to see you having problems with your wife, nigga. I don't want to see you had, your wife had kids on you. I don't want to see, if you're a woman, not that you should get away from your experience, and you want to be an advocate for women's rights, and a man was physically abusive, definitely do that. You know, charity functions, etc. But if everything about your career is about your personal life, and that's all I see, for me personally, it fucks with the art. I don't want to see that shit. And again, there's nothing wrong with it, but everything about your career should not be a personal life. And we get to a point now when it comes to social media that that's what the fans want. They want to know every little bit of piece about you. They want to know when you take a shit, <laughs> where you fucking right now, where you going. That's nobody's business. That's how Pop Smoke got killed. You want to know something? I heard Tariq Nasheed said some real, real shit. And it kind of just slipped my mind. What you mean? <laughs> he... he, he yeah, yeah, it, it just came back. He said some real shit. And shout out to Tariq Nishi. He said, men, the way you start is the way you're going to finish. That's a fact. 
That's a fact. So if you start up posting a whole bunch of shit, that's how you're going to finish posting a whole bunch of shit. Don't try to do all this extra nonsense and all. No, no, no. You see, the, the problem is we live in a lazy, hoish, mentally disturbed culture that can't distinguish reality from entertainment. Speaking of that, you know, I was actually talking about this on um, my Twitter the other day. And um, the funniest thing about this is, listen, I was brought up the album. I didn't say about, I didn't take anybody's side. Just be very clear about that. I just said, Tori's app dropped a diss album, sort of, <laughs> question mark. And while I was listening to it, I'm like, track of the track of the track. I'm like, God damn. He was like, y'all canceled me? Y'all canceled me? <laughs> like, he yeah. did that. He's like, no, I'm going to make sure everything, part of this is fire. Well, no matter what you think about me, no matter what, how the situation turns up, you're going to say, I'm still, I'm the shit. I'm multi-talented. I'm a good producer. I'm a good writer. I make good music. That I don't care what anybody else says. That was his plan here, regardless what you think. And I had a friend of mine, actually, that I, I work with. And she flipped what I said in the conversation. Mind you, if you, one of the things about me is this. I love music so much that I have friends in the business. We're talking about friends in Def Jam. Let's make this, let's make this extra here. I got friends at Def Jam. I have friends yeah. uh, and other music labels where they talk to me about, about games. So these newer artists like Key Glock, whether you know him or not, he's going to be big. He's next up when it comes to uh, music right now. Um, I got a lot of producers that produce for younger artists as well that are in the mainstream and in the underground. And these people, not only do they know the game as, as a whole, they're very familiar with that. One of my friends is A&R. She was talking about how she doesn't even agree with Tory, but... On my post that I've talked about on Facebook, she was saying in detail how she, even though he's a piece of shit, that's her opinion, yeah. that his album was fire. She couldn't even debate that. And when we got to um, the end of uh, the discussion, basically, we um, we ended up having a, uh, a response from my friend of mine where she basically just said flat out that I'm agreeing with him. Um, I'm a horrible person because, like, Due to the Breonna Taylor case, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. I don't want to make that too long of a discussion either. But basically, um, that I must be conforming and agreeing with him because I listened to the album. We need to start to... there, And not a lot of people are going to agree with this, but music, entertainment, and everything else, unless somebody is a literal, and I quote, serial killer or rapist, there needs to be a separation between the type of person that somebody is in their actual artistry because if we're going to play the canceling game about who shoots females, who treats females with disrespect, then we have to do with everybody. And just like literally was brought up in the album, we got to bring up artists like UGK. We have to bring up artists like um, Cameron uh, from New York. We got to bring up even Kanye in some aspects. Uh, Men and women. And it seems to be like we have a huge issue uh, separating, you know, the artists from what they do in their personal life. Uh, and I can just say, like, for instance, like Michael Jackson, which I'm not going to go into de- too much detail about it, but let's not bullshit and lie and try to make it sound like, okay, well, these artists made music. And when these cases came up where their name was slandered or their credibility was questioned, we didn't sit there and go, oh, we're going to um, wholeheartedly cancel these people. That wasn't happening. Nobody was doing that. Um, people were still listening to Michael Jackson. R. Kelly. Yeah, we all knew he was out there. Everybody knew he was out there doing shit. Did anybody cancel him? No. He was still playing his music. It took until the PC culture popped up where people wanted to take a more vocal response to these things and say, well, instead of just saying we're not going to fuck with the artists no more, we're going to take them off of Spotify, we're going to take them off the other streaming platforms, we're going to stop selling their music, we're going to stop distributing their music, and we're going to chastise this person, which is rightably so in these cases that, you know, someone that is a serial killer, someone that is a rapist, somebody that is mistreating women, somebody's involved in domestic abuse. There's a laundry list of things that you should not want to be advocated or associated with. But let's cut the bullshit. Yeah. Some of these people make really great forms of modern media. And if you were to actually listen to and pay attention to the game, when I say the game, I mean, as it's beyond saying, whoa, it's a holistic viewpoint. If you think that just because you stop listening to Tory, that's going to stop anything. I'm going to say uh, popular names in this category, like 
people like Will Smith, uh, Woody Allen, just people in the industry, you think that they're not on some other shit that you're unfamiliar with that you haven't seen. Just because you ain't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. There's a lot of funny-ass niggas in the industry that do a lot of funny things that you would never know about because they got the money and they pay the right people in power to keep themselves out the limelight. And just because you're not being spoon-fed by the media does not mean it's not happening. But end of the day, yeah. you, you can play these games all you want, but you need to separate the product in the arts from the artist itself in their personal life. Because if you don't do that, in the future, maybe not in 2022, maybe not in 2030, it might have been until 20 years ago, 20 years later, like 2040 some shit. But eventually, when me and Kevin old as fuck, and we not we in the back chilling <laughs> on islands just relaxing and shit, y'all gonna have to understand that these people are gonna, gonna be revealed in the public as being dirty, disgusting, sick people. And what? You're gonna stop watching their movies? You're gonna stop listening to their music? You're gonna stop buying their art? You're not. You're lying to yourself, and that's what because it looks good. It looks cute to be like, oh yeah, I'm never gonna support that. Blah 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 blah. I, I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna make sure these people never get. End of the day, you are still listening to their music, and I'm not talking about the small minority of you that are. Kudos to y'all. Mm-hmm. The majority of mainstream people that digest content are not doing that shit. They are not ignoring people that are sick in the head that are doing these inhumane things and committing inhumane crimes. Because they, they live on a different world than us. Some of these people yep. are the 1%. And they do not have to follow the same laws that we and you do. It, and again, I digress. It's just people just are very naive as far as how things are in reality. And if you think that somebody like, for instance, Harvey Weinstein got into what he got into publicly because he didn't piss the wrong person off, getting away with it for 30 years. Trust me. Like, yeah, it's, maybe, it's, big, big, it's way deeper than that. Maybe more. Maybe more. What people need to realizes that you need to separate entertainment from reality. Okay? Once you understand that, man, you're going to be good. That's why I don't get tied up in that shit. All right, so I'm going to uh, I'm gonna dead that, but speaking of uh, certain cases like that, so the Breonna Taylor case, about a few weeks ago... Um, you want to know something? Go ahead. You want to know something? Fox actually talked about this in his podcast, I think, the day after the shooting of her dad or whatever. Fox News? Um, No, Fox. Okay. Original Real Estate Ballers. Uh, Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spoke about it and he said, and he had a lawyer on his podcast, Mm. and he said, I believe, this is Fox saying that, I believe, not even believe, he known for a fact that they were not get indicted on the murder. They were getting indicted on the murder. Yeah, yeah. They will walk away. Mm. And he was 100% correct. Listen, we all thought that. But black people and Latino people as a whole need to be honest with ourselves. Like, we need to really sit down and have a real-life conversation with ourselves and stop voting for a system that is against you. That's why I have a, something called hashtag no vote. We already know the reality of what the outcome is going to be, but we are hoping that these people be nice to us. That's like that's literally asking people to vote in a concentration camp. You that's know, like asking the Jews to vote, and they're going straight to the fire, but you still need to vote on either you go to the fire or you get spoon-fed debt very slowly. You know, it's madness. Literally mad. That's literally what's that's literally what is happening to people right now. It's a slap in the face against melanated people as a whole. Whoever identify themselves as melanated, yeah, it's a slap in your face. Stop voting for a system that's against us. And all these politicians blaming shit on Trump. Fuck y'all. Y'all can suck my dick. This is actually Fuck gonna um, kind of tie into what I was gonna bring up with Beyonce Taylor anyway. So let's talk about this uh, before you even jump into that other subject. Yeah. So I was watching a, a Donald Trump rally in Florida. Yeah, I'm not sure. There was even one when I went to PA, and I just noticed when I went to Pennsylvania, there's a lot of people that don't give a fuck out in the country. They don't give a fuck. If you have any uh, rentalier out here, they got all their uh, Trump pen signs. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I, your own political opinion does not affect me in any shape, way, or form. There's people that like. 
oh my God, they support Trump or Pence. I'm gonna I'm gonna run away. I'm gonna hide it. That's that's what they want to support. Like, who who cares? But you know, I was in like you know the Red Mac Park of PA, and um, it was cute. I'm seeing like oh, Trump Pence, Trump Pence, Trump Pence, Biden Harris. Oh shit, y'all in between each other. I, I know y'all arguing. <laughs> I mean, that'd be arguing like a motherfucker. But the interesting part about his uh, rally was. The media, I, I'm listen. First of all, if I was to decide what political party I would affiliate myself with, first of all, my mentality is more more of a moderate, more in the middle. Because the older that I got, the more I realize I'm less of a progressive and liberal than I thought, and I'm slightly leaning towards conservative, slightly leaning towards liberal. It is what it is, and that's if I was going to judge myself. I really don't believe that I follow any real political affiliations anymore because yeah. mostly politicians are a piece of shit. shit. They are liars, and at the end of the day, all they want is your votes. They do fake promises. They never actually own up to them. Uh, more, mostly in particular, black people. I can go into Obama. I can go into Bill Clinton. I can go into Ronald Reagan. We can talk about presidents for four decades plus that have fake promised the majority of American shit or fake promised African Americans. Uh, That's anything. all part of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game. So Donald Trump sits there, and for the first time, I think, in years, I see a presidential, well, he's the president, but a presidential candidate in detail, I shared it on my IG story because it really bothered me because I've watched a lot of stories discussing Donald Trump in a negative way. And again, I still don't like the racist shit he does. And that's part of the game. He wants to get that energy from people that will mostly vote for him. But when I tell you in detail for eight minutes, he discussed a real, but you know, Strella, um, she, she, she was saying the same thing when she was like, Trump talking about putting, uh, I forgot the, the number in, the billions that he said, I still think the exaggeration from um, a lot of pro-black people that seen what he's talked about at his um, rallies. But even she was like, oh, he's promising a, a plan for us. Well, shit, like, let me let me just see what, what's going on with that. And when I watched the rally, he was very descriptive as far as what Black Lives Matter is. Am I even going to go into detail what it is? Because I talked about it on previous podcasts. We're not even going to go into that. Yeah. And he talked about how publicly, <laughs> so the same thing that I'm saying right now, every other president has been full of shit, promises certain things, and has not owned up to those promises. To the point where he even laid out the problems beyond what our community is. And he was, listen, I couldn't argue with none of this shit that he was saying, and it pissed me off for a second. Because he was right. He talked about the shit in terms of the inner parts of the black community, the outer parts of the black community, the coon shit, the token shit the strong, the weak, and these organizations that are using our names for money from the Democratic Party. And they have been doing it for quite some time. Actually, if you guys even look it up, before he got nominated, he was actually Democratic. Uh, Trump was. Before he was nominated uh, in 2016, he was actually on the Democratic side. It's actually funny as fuck. But that aside, and uh, shit, y'all can fact check me all you want. Whether I'm wrong or not, it's, it's irrelevant. End of the day, he literally sat and talked about a plan for us in detail, which understand... In the Democratic Party, organizations like Black Lives Matter are donating to people like Joe Biden, who is not doing the same thing. And I'm not advocating for any presidential candidate. Be very clear on that. I'm not one of those niggas. I'm not like Charlemagne the guy that's going to get all these fake-ass Democrats on the platform, <laughs> and you just cape it for the yeah. money bag. Listen, listen. Get your money. Get your money. These politicians come on your show, and you want to make sure that you're uh, advocating for them because you're getting the bag. Keep doing that. I'm not going to do that shit, though. I don't support none of these niggas. I don't even fuck with none of them, and I don't believe in none of the shit they're saying. But I just think it's interesting that somebody that's supposedly racist and supposedly is putting all this imagery out here that Mexican, blacks, um, Hispanics, Asian, everybody supposedly is, you know, pieces of shit. And we can go hand in hand with all the rappers that fuck with Trump until he was nominated, but we, I don't want to even go into that today. End of the day, he's somebody that supposedly hates everybody. He hates us. But he went on a whole like 15, 20 minute tirade about how like he wants to support black people in detail, <laughs> which no media is going to show this, by the way. No media is going to show this. No former media is going to they're going to yeah. take the one part where you said some wild shit, edit that motherfucker for 15 seconds and put it on YouTube, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram and make it sound like he's a crazy ass old white man. All right. What you want to know was 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 very interesting. But the whole Trump dynamic yeah. is that he talked about. Kids being molested, uh-huh. women being adopted, right? Kids being abducted and all this yeah, other exactly. stuff. And white America have looked over that. And he talked about it in such great details. And he said, 
you know, but the system is so messed up. You know when he talks, in that, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, motion, yeah. He said the system is so messed up. The system, but everybody looked over it. But you are racist. That's I'm like, and I and, and reached a point that yeah. he brings up a lot of good points. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck about none of them. This is a system of white supremacy, and if you're still voting within a system without of white supremacy, without they giving tangibles, white supremacy is meant to dominate and subjugate you, not to be friends with you or give you tangibles. We need an old new system. This shit right here got to stop. And Trump is a president that actually reflects the times. Right. Don't give get me started with Obama. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Bro, okay? bro we, we both. I'm not going to go, I'm go into that. Yeah. But he, he, he is a president that actually reflects the times. And he's like people's conscious. I'm going to tell you what white America is thinking. And this is the shit white America is thinking. You know, some real shit, man. Uh. I mean, basically, and here's the um, the biggest uh, issue with that is it's, it's not even him because everything Kefi said, especially the point where we don't support anyone regarding presidential nominees. No, if you, you were Bernie Sanders, anyone. it wouldn't have been any different, by the way. And Fuck I hate Bernie. And I, and I hate anybody <laughs> that is a liberal Democrat that tells me, but if Bernie was in office, it would have been so much. No, 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 no. Bernie is, just, is another one. Yeah. All that promises bullshit don't mean shit. He's just as bad. He's just as bad as Hillary. Just as bad as Bill Clinton. Just as bad as Donald Trump. Just as bad as George Bush. Just as bad as Obama. Only presidents. Where are all are, the Bernie people at? <laughs> um, you already know they're supporting Joe Biden, even though he's like half asleep. Oh jeez. He can't remember where the fuck he's at. He like, and no, I want y'all to like misinterpret this because I could sit here and talk about Trump all day, but. Both of them are, there's no lesser evil. Y'all can't get me to vote for any of these niggas. Y'all can't get yep. me to vote for any of these That's niggas. A fact. You want me to vote for a fake, you want to, y'all want me to vote for an open racist, which I prefer. I'm sorry. I'd rather somebody be openly racist to me than be on some subliminal shit. That's true. Then you got the subliminal racist, half asleep, um, possibly needs to go to a nursing home. Like, like the liberals. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Like the liberals. You know, um, you can't even hear, carry a conversation. You know, it, it's getting to a point now where it's like, y'all want Trump out of office so bad. Yeah, I want to take a crackhead or a prostitute over that. It's, it sounds like you got a personal problem. What's, like, what's next? Like, and it's not me shitting on Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton or any of these women. But what's next? We gonna get a woman from OnlyFans and she gonna jump in? And you know what? At this point, I might even take fuck it. I might even take wait, that. Wait, I might wait. even take that over. I might even take that over any presidential candidate at this point. <laughs> you want to know something? You just brought up something that is so interesting. Yeah, I've been trying to ask <laughs> and it's a it's besides all of this. Yeah, is the Paris Hilton situation? Is that is she? Where the fuck is Paris Hilton at? What has she been up to since um, since Kim Kardashian took off? She just fade away in the background. I like it though. It's like what the fuck is going on in her life? And I see her pop up here and there, just randomly, just randomly. See what I'm saying? It was Paris Hilton and the other blonde chick and King Kardashian. You see what I'm saying? So it's very, it's very, it's very interesting, man. I just want to bring that up. I just had a well, very I actually, random talk um, about that. <laughs> I, I don't remember the name of the... Uh, the the other girl? It's not a documentary. It's like a little uh, video where she was getting interviewed and they talked about... Well, I didn't like it. Paris Hilton tried to make it seem like Kim Kardashian destroyed her lifestyle or something. Yeah. Um, well, not really, but subliminally. And honestly, Kim K's sex tape and everything else that came out was kind of because of people like Paris Hilton. She was actually Paris Hilton's maid. Um, maid? She was her maid. I should you not. Wow. She was actually Paris Hilton's maid. Um, yes, I know a lot of useless information, guys. So um, Wow, I'm shocked. Right? <laughs> wow, I'm But no, baffled. Paris Hilton went, out, went around, and they were friends. And around the time she was dating this dude, and he sold... Um, Basically, their sex tape. That's how Paris Hilton actually got popping off. And her and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lionel Richie? Lionel and his, Richie. And his daughter? Yeah, Paris Hilton had a show with uh, his daughter. And they had a show together about the rich life on a farm or some dumb shit back in the 2000s. Around the time when uh, reality shows were popping off before Flavor yeah. of Love. And, and Flavor of Love popped off later on. But Fox was like, you see all these reality shows popping off. We got to get this money. We got to get this back. You know, everybody's on that. So, 
she was getting the bag too, but she was talking about how depressed that she was, how everybody saw her as an object. Her man was treating her like complete dog shit. But Paris Hilton comes from money, and, and I get it. No matter how the much Hilton's money you have as a woman, right? yes, and, and I get it. No matter how much money you come from, and no matter where you come from as a woman, if you're dating a man, they don't give a fuck about you. It doesn't matter what That's you do. A fact. It, it, he gonna treat you like garbage. He don't care about none of the assets you have or or wealth. But yeah, she basically sat there and um, talked about how like it destroyed her life, her mentality, the overall respect for herself that she felt like she used to have no longer is existing. Uh, at the time, and even though she paraded around being like, you know, the alpha woman, uh, you know, sexually liberated before that was a big thing right now in culture and media is, um, you know, she was miserable. She hated herself. And it's one of those things we'll talk about eventually because every single woman I'm going to tell you right now that's been in the industry, they have done uh, worked as a sex worker or porn. Not every, let me reiterate, not every single one of them, but there's a big portion of women that will tell you after the fact when they're done with that lifestyle they no longer wanted that lifestyle or they felt like they were coerced into it, almost like... Um, they were forced. Right, right. And um, I'm not going to say they weren't internal pimps, but unfortunately sometimes, and I've seen it with women in uh, everyday life, uh, and men too, you go through something messed up and it's like, well, instead of taking it into a negative thing, let me turn it into a money profit thing, and psychologically you're fucked up. So you're like in the background like... I'm getting all this attention. I'm getting all this money. I'm hitting the bag. I'm getting these houses. And Paris Hilton said it directly. Like, she's miserable. Um, she hated her life for a long time. And she just now in the 2020s got into yeah. a place where she loved herself. Um, and it's a lot of women in the industry, period. All forms married? of the industry. Uh, I don't know if she's married or not. And if she is, I mean, kudos to her. I don't care. It's just, it's just to follow the, the topic. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> um... But basically what I was trying to say about the uh, everything regarding Trump is, listen, none of us, and I'm not, I'm not talking about no other race but black people. This would be very clear when I say this. None of them are for us in any shape, way, or form. You are deluding yourself to believe so. And you think that if the first wave of any change is going to be because you got Donald Trump out of office, you're fucking stupid and you ain't learned shit about politics the last few years. All you're focused on is getting Trump out and it's gotten to a point where you think that him getting out of office has become some type of, um, I want to say like a savior, reverse, like reverse savior complex, but yep. whoever comes out of um, out of office, it, this reverse savior concept, like, you know, you guys treat, like, let's say you got, everybody treats Obama right now with this Messiah complex, even though he treated, they treat Obama even though he treated, Messiah complex? listen, even, <laughs> nigga, what? nigga. You know, goddamn my family, fuck it. <laughs> and my family listen to this. You already know. Yeah, y- y'all already know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, everybody treats Obama with this Messiah complex when he didn't do, especially the black community. He didn't do shit for us. Oh and, my! Don't even get he, me started. I listen, had a conversation like that. We could sit down, and I'm all to mention that the Blue Lives Matter bill. Look that motherfucking executive order up. Look at the policy. And pay attention to the high times when Trayvon Martin and uh, Michael Brown died. Yes. When the when the riots are going down. And before the these fake people that are claiming Black Lives Matter right now, the real people that follow Black Lives Matter and were a part of it before they gave it a name, understand this, that niggas really, really was playing, playing the game and trying to use what was going on. Police first over us. That was Obama's response to 2015. So don't sit here and tell me that he was for us. No, he cared more about, cared more about the Hispanic community and the LGBT community. And that's great. But we can't, you gotta stop pretending like he does something. Everybody keeps talking about, we're gonna bring Obama back. Obama back for what? So the, so the wealth gap with black people can go, can keep splitting up, and everybody wants to blame Trump for that, but it had, the gap has been slowly, slowly increasing. And actually, the black wealth gap disparity, uh, last I checked statistically a few weeks ago, was about 41%. So 41% of black businesses have been lost in the last eight years at least. And this was due to Obama, because. Don't bring Obama back. Fuck him. Obama has not done anything for black people or melanated people as a whole. And he didn't really did much for Latinos anyway. He did stuff. He he was... Like I said, he it, did something. He, his, his agenda was for the LGBT community, which I'm not knocking it. They paid their bread and they got this shit done. Listen, if it wasn't and I for respect his, it. If it wasn't for his wife, yeah. nobody would think that he really was for us. And I almost felt like she was a... 
a scapegoat to kind of get us to believe that Obama gave a fuck about black people. Because she was doing, I mean, listen, don't get it twisted. Um, she was actually doing things. Michelle Obama was actually doing things for the black community in different ways. And I'm not talking about the school lunch thing. She was doing a lot of charitable programs and working with a lot of associations catering to black children. So don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about Obama because I can't shit on the first, la- the previous first lady. She was actually doing shit. Whether her integrity was good or not, I would pay attention to that. But him personally, hell no. Hell no. He didn't do shit for us. Anyways, that aside, the Brianna um, Taylor case, I had a friend of mine um, that was talking to me on Twitter and basically was telling me, you know, people love to say when it comes to high profile situations, I'm a lawyer. I know this. I know that. So you got to listen. I literally said in detail that I don't give a fuck what nobody tells me. You take a $12 million settlement before the decision is made publicly about your own child being killed. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes. Here, I, wait. look, I'll pull, pull it up for you. They took a $12 million settlement for this. Look. So you're telling me the mom took the family? Brianna Taylor's family to receive $12 million settlement. What? This is a New York Times headline. The Brianna Taylor family to receive $12 million settlement from... City scroll, of Louisville. Look, look, just scroll through this while I talk about it. Wow. So, for that, that's bringing that it up. That is some bullshit. She was talking about the differences between civil cases and state-based cases and how there is a less likely chance of a police officer being charged, especially when it's for the death of somebody on the job, compared to a, a civil case settlement, which the state as well gave the family money. Now, yeah. here's my problem with that. Every single time that somebody black was killed, and I can't name names, and I'm sure if I look at Trayvon yep. Martin, I'm sure they was giving money to, I could be wrong, but anytime somebody black uh, was killed and it was a public case, these are the only times we get money, by the way, when they're big public media cases. This is crazy. This is crazy. Because best believe in your local neighborhood, if your son or your daughter was killed, you're not getting money. Okay? The reason why they got money is because Breonna Taylor became a tag. She became a hashtag that people talked about on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, everywhere else. Like a brand. That brand became so strong that everybody worldwide started rioting, separate from other cases. Well, I'm saying that it added on to the riots that was going on since May, and they got twelve million dollars off that. Do you think that your your son in real life is going to get that, or your daughter getting killed on the street by an officer just for speeding? And, and again, I'm not saying that people aren't doing things wrong, but don't get it twisted. There's cases where I and I've seen it. Niggas getting ragged at their car because they were speeding, you know. Wrong place, wrong time. You fit the description. I could talk about myself. You know, I literally went to the park years ago, one of my girlfriend's house. I got put two guns in the back of my head because I, quote, unquote, fit the description of some nigga that stole a bike. You know, you can you can play this whole police brutality bullshit and tell me that cops don't take advantage of their positions of power, but it happens. And with black people, dis, disproportionately, we are discriminated against. And that's one of many stories I, I'm going to sit and talk about one day on here. But you can't sit here and tell me that because you fit the description of a motherfucking uh, somebody stole a bike, a motherfucking bike that I got to get six officers and backup and three three, three different patrol cars and two two three guns in the back of my head. This is 2012, bro. Yeah, two two guns in the back of my head. I was um 21 years old. Two guns in the back of my head, and I wasn't resisting arrest. I complied with everything. I had a knee to the back. Yes, they was cocking a gun back, playing around, making jokes and all that shit. So trust me when I tell you, there's, there's police officers out here in my own neighborhood that I dealt with that funny shit about. And shit, I was actually telling um, Kevin earlier today when I was in a PA, you know, I had a cop and I had a, I hate giving compliments sometimes, but I had to tell the cop, you know, he's a state trooper. I'm like, yo, you nice as hell. You're extremely nice. I, I, I'm kind of confused because he didn't give me a ticket or nothing. And um, he told me flat out to my face. Uh, almost subliminally, if it wasn't for the state of affairs today, I would be a little a little bit different about, you know, me when I stopped you late at night, because you never know. He didn't say that directly, but just my experiences, that's how I read the situation. I could be wrong. But let me just tell you this. The case left a sour taste in my mouth, because everybody wanted to, you know, debate me. Oh, take the $12 million. I would have took a two. Da, 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 da. Listen, I'm not debating taking the bag from the state. And I'm not debating taking it and giving it to your family, elevating your life, buying property. I'm going to never tell anybody that gets money from the government that we are properly owned, a.k.a. some form of reparations or something, that 
we can't get a home, get some land, um, build a business. I'm never going to tell the family that because I'm not going to tell you not to take the money. But I'm telling you, me personally, if you give me $12 million, you give me $10 million, you give me $200 million, you give me billions of dollars for my son or my daughter's death, you're telling me that the cop's not going to jail. And I'm probably going to, I'm not going to say it on the pod. <laughs> Kevin already know where I'm about to go with this one. I'm going to more than likely find a way to take things into my own hands. You want to know something? Yeah. Why are you saying that? Yeah. To all the hackers out there that are black <laughs> and all that, let me, let me put y'all on to something, okay? I want y'all to really be active in situations like this. And if you're black, if you're black and you are hacking systems, I need you to hack these cops system. Release where their wife work at. Release where the kids sleep at. And release all the information you need to release about them. Make they make they family lives a living hell. So the next cop that decided to kill an unarmed, melanated individual, they would think twice. I'm very, I could be very evil if I want to. This is why the, the, the black community of hackers, I'm really disappointed in you guys. Because one, you guys don't really, you guys are not about that life. You, get, you guys really are not about that life. Because if some white hackers, they're going to hack some bitch. They're going to release all the information. But you guys are not. You guys are sitting down. You guys are caping for these people. You guys are still caping for some white pussy. And that's understandable. I understand. Most of y'all don't get no pussy at all. And I know this is not what you guys don't want to hear. But why haven't we get any personal information on these cops have ever been released? No reviews, no nothing. What, we know where two of them lives? That's about it? No hackers? Hackers would literally go out and find information. Harvey Weinstein, hackers, releasing those informations. Hey, it's a lot more than what you guys know, but when it doesn't benefit them... They would not release the information. So we got to rely on our own sources, our Latino brothers, our melanated brothers to release information and just hack a few systems, man. I'm advocating for that. Hackers and hashtag no voting. We want to know what these people are thinking when they go home because this debt and all the other debts is very personal and it's a slap in the face to charge them with shooting the bullet, a stray bullet going through the wall mm-hmm. and endangering the neighbor's life. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically, what they're saying, the white neighbor's lives is more important than her death. So it's very interesting. But, um, yeah, so in between the case, you know, there's a lot of people that talked about you know, the boyfriend did this and we don't give a fuck what that. he did, man. I don't, I got to do yeah, it. yeah. Like, why are you trying, if the cop doesn't go to jail, why are you trying to blame another black male? What, what, what's going on? Why are you not blaming the state? Why are you blaming the police? Blame the mayor. Like, be smart about this. Blame the mayor, blame the governor, blame the state, blame the judicial court system, blame the law. But blaming like another man in the situation, how the fuck does that benefit the family or anybody else? I'm not going to go into specifics because I feel like that's all debatable and I all feel like it's interesting that we can all legally own guns, but you know, if you want to defend yourself by the police, it's wrong all of a sudden. I'm supposed to just sit down and get shot because best believe if a cop's in my house and don't got a warrant and I'm a legal gun owner, I'm going to defend myself. I don't see why you wouldn't. Why would you let another person come in your house? I don't care if you work for the state. I'm not going to let you come in my house and shoot me. And guess what? I might go to court. I might lose. But I, in the in the fit of the moment, you going to let somebody come up in your house, no warrant, nothing, and shoot you dead in your face? You got family? You know, a lot of people don't know who Fred Hampton is, for instance. And he was a big part of the coalition and unifying the gangs in Chicago. 
Fred Hampton literally brought Black Panthers combined with the gangs. He, he combined Crips and Bloods in his hood. He was only 19. The feds went in his house and did a sweep. And they waited intentionally when he had his children, his baby mother, his mother, and himself in the house and killed him. He is one of the most unpoliticized but very honored in my personal life um, people when it comes to the black power movement in the 70s that does not get enough credit and will probably never be talking about in public books today or for children's education. And I'm going to tell you, none of that, none of the, anything that I'm talking about even has to correlate to that. What I'm saying is he was killed by the feds. The feds admitted this publicly, and the feds also admitted that they do this all the time. And so you, there is no flat-out way you're going to get away with when the state or the feds or the government wants to get involved in your everyday life, control you, kill you. There's no way you're going to get away with that. Why sit down and die like a dog? That's my problem with that. Stop trying to pro- pro- change, change the narrative to make yourself feel better. A, woman was, a, a, a young woman <laughs> lost her life, okay? She lost her life. Blaming another brother for that is not going to change nothing. The, the government needs to change, and us blaming each other is only making things more divisive and making things more dangerous. You're making things a lot harder. You're making it easier. These people, you think these people are watching us through social media? They're not sitting there laughing. The government is involved in all that shit. They're sitting there laughing, looking at how stupid everybody looks. But anyways, taking the money, you can take the money. It just hurts my heart hearing that because you should know in your heart that if you took a million plus dollar settlement for your child, that the state is going to say, fuck, fuck, fuck everything. We're not charging them. And if I recall, they like, um, they only charged one of the officers, like you said, but for shooting through it. They charged for shooting and through a building. Know something for shooting through a building. Not even for a life. And you want to know something to the black yeah. authority? I think a lot of you guys should check out the black authority. He said something very, very, very interesting. He said, if the family does not have the same rage as the public, go about your business. Go about your business. If they're not in the open speaking about it, and they're being quiet, they got a little yeah. settlement money, you just shut the fuck up. The way I see it, and this is just how I feel about it, they knew what was going to happen at this point. Yeah. The right what's better? What's wall. better? Yeah. What's better than take, you know, take the money or nothing? But I was like, the minute that, that became public, you everybody knew. We were all gearing up for what we knew the minute the settlement came out that they were going to say no. And it's the way they released that they got a settlement. They, they yeah. don't even have to disclose that. Let me tell you something funny. That... It's so bad that somebody yesterday tried to make it sound like, oh, Breonna Taylor's family, they're spending money on lavish cars and houses. Really? I'm going to be real with you. Even if the external stores they're, they're making up is fake or something. So what? If they want to buy a house, if the family wants to use state money to literally buy a new car, provide for their families, like I said, start a business... Mind your fucking business now. It's no longer a public case no more. They got their money. They have to sit and accept that. How they deal with it and how they express how they feel in terms of losing their family and having accepted the state made this big worldwide politicized case and they can't even grieve publicly, like privately anymore. Understand that. So even if that was true, so the fuck what? Mind your business. Because you couldn't, you can't sit here and tell me your son or your daughter, no matter what your race is, you're gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna leave the money in the bank." Like, no, you got. You're gonna flex a little bit. It's human nature, especially if you lost a child. Nobody, nobody should want to have that feeling in their heart that their That's child true. is killed, their child is dead. No matter how it comes, whether it be from illness, premature birth, or flat out being murdered, nobody wants to know what that feeling is like, and nobody wants to relate to that. And and it's just it's just sick to me, but. You know, kudos to the family and everything. Hopefully, they're uh, you know cheering up well. They're not. You're not going to be able to spend any of your money. You're not going to be able to go certain places. You're not going to be able to do certain things without people judging you. Yes, there's going to be Caucasian people that are going to judge you based off the money you got from that settlement. Not because they care about the situation, because they wish they were in your same place. We live in a society where people only care about. They pretend to care about capitalism, and they only want a socialist, a communist mentality when. For example, you're working at your nine to five, your little plantation job. You make 80K, 95K a year. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you get a 10K boost. Now you make 105,000 a year. Yeah. 
that boost really just paid for all the taxes really you were paying. You really not, you don't really fucking made much more. You're mm-hmm. just like, oh, all the little extra fees I got to pay. Well, I got a little bit more and I can spend realistically probably 80000 because every day the higher your tax bracket gets, the less money you're actually receiving. Yeah. Um, we get to that point and all the other plantation worker goes, uh, ish, what, like, why are you, um, you're making too much money. I've been doing this job a lot longer than you. I do a lot better than you. How come I'm not getting, why am I not getting, I, you know, just all this frantic bullshit because you're jealous of me making more money than you. When in the day, it's, it's not even a business that I own. This is a, another man or another woman told me I, I should deserve to make more money. You got a problem with it? You go negotiate. You go sit down with your boss and tell him, yeah. I deserve more money. Don't, but if you mention me, you're not getting it. Let's be very clear. <laughs> if you mention me, you're not getting it. Because no, no, no boss know. wants to hear that. No boss wants to hear it. Yeah. No boss wants to hear that. Oh, you're not, he, so and so makes more money than me, so I need to make more. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. It's, I provide a skill that is irreplaceable to your company. Yes. I'm an can, asset. And not only am I an asset, sure, you could get another person that kind of does something similar to me, but at the end of the day, I am so good at what I do. Nobody could finesse this work like me. Nobody could do it, put it down. Nobody could actually elevate your business and make you more money than me. So you need to give me more to show me my worth. That's the only way you're going to really get somebody to negotiate you. And no, not just a certification. And no, not just your degree. Beyond that, proof that you provided a literal spreadsheet. I've done this. I've, been, I've, I've applied to jobs before myself. And I've turned down jobs that offered me 60, 80K, close to six figures. Because even if I had this certain value, the shit didn't add up for me. Certain things didn't add up for me. A lot of people get really too focused on the money sometimes. Money's important. And how you can provide for your family is very important in yourself. And if you want to be an entrepreneur, your businesses. That's true. What you shouldn't do is settle for less than what your actual worth. So when you come into your own job you've been to for six years, and a nigga comes in last week, and he pulls and don't got no degree like you. He got no certification in you. But he chilling. He got good energy. He's smiling all the time. He might not be do the job better than you. But the difference is this person's charismatic. You got to talk to people, and they learn faster. They learn better. All of a sudden, it's been two years now. Now he does a job not only better than you. It was beyond just connects. Before it was connects. Yeah. Now the nigga does a job better than you in his sleep. Two hours faster than you, matter of fact. Your boss gives him the same thing I said, 10K raise. Now you hate it. You might even get fired for even asking that shit because you sound dumb as hell working the same job for you for six years, no improvement. But this person comes in within a year or two, does run circles around you. We got to stop focusing on what the next man makes, the next woman makes in the job. Better your craft. Finesse your craft. Polish your skills. Learn new skills. Quit your job and get another bit, like work on a business or something, or do both. But don't sit here and like flip that mentality into other people doing better. And that's, that's what I'm true. talking about with the settlement. Whereas, yes, the family got a lot more money than you do probably now. They may be able to sustain that first of their lives. Maybe not. It's not your business. That's their money. That's their and unless money you want to take, live. unless you want to take matters in your own hands and rob them and go to jail, <laughs> then shut your fucking mouth. Because <laughs> you're not going to do that. You pussy. Most people are pussy anyway. You talking all that shit? You ain't going to ask your boss. You ain't going to rob nobody. So wh- why are you even talking? Why are you just even sit talking the fuck down? It. Um, That's true. I got uh, another thing I want to talk about really quick. Because uh, yeah. we're going to end this soon as well. I didn't really want to drag too much about the Beyond Taylor and uh, politics. I know we talked about it beginning Tory Lanez, but we're going to end this in a minute. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is um, it's a little bit about like algorithms and benchmarks when it comes to publishing and stuff. Uh, Kanye has been talking about going on. He's been going on like a lot of rants the last couple of weeks, and he's been talking talking big on publishing royalties. We talked about earlier in this podcast, and um, one of the things I want to discuss is he was talking about how he had borrowed excessive amounts of money, and the reason yeah. why he became a billionaire is because he focused less on the music. And more about, you know, fashion, Adidas, the shoes, etc. There's a lot of benchmarks. For instance, uh, just in this podcast, eventually if you were to like partner with somebody, they're going to tell us there's a benchmark we got to make if we chose to do that or add revenue contract. Yeah. Or we could be like, fuck all that. Let's just get sponsorships. And in between, we do pre-recorded recordings of smart, small, like, basically commercials and shit. And we do that instead of like being partnered with another company or something. Um, but basically kind of talking about, you know, ownership, your masters publishing. Um, it kind of like about like this level of ownership, 
has conflicted with a lot of artists in the business. Hitboy even talked about how, like, despite him and Kanye having, like, a bad fallout years ago, yeah, how he's on a, a fucked up deal because uh, basically, you know, labels and everything. I'm going to be fucked up and tell you this. When you're a producer, right, it's different than being an artist. Producers may need to partner up and give the publishing a little bit for their music to make a lot of money. It's a little different if you're if you're an artist. It's a little different because you want to yeah. own everything. But producers, you're selling music, production, and atmosphere. You may want to keep your mouth shut to a certain degree when it, and when it pertains to any type of contract you actually have or uh, business you actually own. But um, the contracts were about like ninety pages long. Um. It's a little too long to read um, to a point where I didn't even really want to go through the entire list, um, even to the point where other artists came out of support. Um, and I'm going to say I really hope that this is a, um, a real thing. It's not bullshit. This man actually is in support of the common artist, and it's not another gimmick, you know, because an album is coming out. Um but a lot of the rants basically were very consistent. Um, we need to own our own music. We need to own our own properties. We need to stop selling it to the labor owners, the executives. Um, publishing, own it. Your masters, own it. Um, you know, I can go even into detail about like Michael Jackson back in the day. And I know the stories came out where he actually bought out the Beatles uh, publishing and it ended up being resold after he passed away for a $770 million and he only bought it for like 40 something like that um, but us as a whole like people need to own their own products and their own work and stop trying to just sell it for a profit without truly using truly using the money that they've actually made as something they can own for a long time like your kids can live off of that your family can eat off that. Um, just a laundry list of things that are beneficial. And honestly, um, I think we just got to a point now. Everybody rather just write you off as as insane or crazy or somebody that flat out um, doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. When honestly, you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We looking at this as in the bigger picture. The bigger picture is creatives, artists, anybody that's doing something that's based off an entrepreneur. Instead of just selling your work and selling your brand and selling your creative abilities to somebody else, and then they make ten times more you make because that's the level of strength of your brand. No, polish it, let it grow. It takes years, and the amount of effort and and and. It takes effort, strength, and most importantly, persistence to let these things keep growing. You can't be somebody that is sitting there and you're flat out like, okay, well, I, I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to quit, and I'm no longer going to put the effort and energy into actually um, truly better my, my business. And I'd rather take, take this business that may be worth $90 million overall, and then later down the line it's worth $600 million, I'm going to sell it. Instead of doing that, just be like, you know, I'm just going to I'm gonna let it cook. Instead of having somebody else come in that has the platform so you could push your energy and effort and basically just be like, okay, well, no, I'm just going to I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to quit and sell this out. Everybody's basically selling out when it comes to their products. But um, the bigger picture really is um, these contracts are extremely complicated. Um, if you've ever... Like, for instance, I'm a streamer on the side. So anytime I've had a partnership that look into uh, ad revenue-based contract, like anything that involves me sponsoring another company, I've had to look over the information. Uh, some of these things have been paid sponsorships. Um, I've been doing this for years. So there's people that have been sat down and was like, okay, well, um, hold on a second. You need help with that? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I've had... Offer, I've been offered paid sponsorships where they flat out told me, you know, we're going to give you a percentage of this. You need X amount of views. And 
we'll pay you this amount. And there's con- there's actual ads where I'm like, yeah, you know, that's not that's not worth my time. There's been other times where there've been ads. I'm like, oh, well, this is actually worth something. Maybe I'll put the effort into. Um, and just basically knowing your worth, like I've been stressing most of this podcast. Uh, but the main thing is music based contracts. Yeah. yeah, it was basically expressing they make it simpler, make it easier for us to understand. So niggas isn't crying because while COVID's going on, these niggas ain't making money. They got these shitty ass three sixty deals. They ain't making no tour money. So what money are they making? They got contracts telling them they're supposed to go on tour, make let's say six hundred thousand dollars for the tour, but you know rest of the money that they're gonna make throughout the year, you know it's just like merch. It's all packaged together. This package is not gonna be able to be used right now because of COVID and the pandemic. So there's a lot of niggas that is they broke. They (laughs) selling the dream and they're not really making it. But um, what you think about that? It's COVID. I mean that they didn't invest in the assets at all. They choose to invest in liabilities. And this is a perfect example when you have more liabilities than assets, then you know, shit like this happen. You look goofy out in these streets. <laughs> you know, you're doing it for the clout. That's a fact. Uh but we're gonna end the podcast here. Um and we also uh promise if it ain't next week or the next two weeks we're working something out. We're gonna figure out how that works. We're gonna be do eventually uh, some visuals. Yes. Um, whether it be on YouTube or another platform, we'll see. Um, and we will talk about advocating that again. This is Della for Chips. You can follow me on Twitch, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and my chat, uh, Snapchat. That's Shao.com. If you want to follow me off that, go. <laughs> um, and you can definitely follow me at Travelman underscore Travelman underscore. Yeah, that's me. On Instagram. That's the only thing y'all getting from me. Because y'all goddamn scandalous. <laughs> I ain't leaking my information. <laughs> Shit. And just remember, <laughs> uh, we only hear and you only hear because you're trash. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know that we are trash. That's a fact. And this, and this is what we have to say to you. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts ain't my thoughts. Bitch, I'm going straight from the survival scroll. Cut that bitch off.